Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Best Trump ever. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. So I watch a lot of clips of stand-up comedians on YouTube, and and it's self-perpetuating, you know, these things. I might not always, but I started at some point years ago, and so it's constantly feeding me comedians, and then I click on them. And and uh, the Shane Gillis guy had kept showing up on the feed of stand-up comics, and I'd never clicked on it for some reason because I didn't know who he was, but it showed up a lot, and then he was hosting Saturday Night Live this past Saturday night, and I got to see him for the first time, and then I just watched a bunch of videos, and he is a funny dude. Very interesting demeanor, perspective sort of thing. I think he's... Uh, He's from Red Country, but I he, I think he's smart enough. To, he, unless you're gonna like full on do, um, like that's your brand. I'm going to be a red state comic. You don't want to do that because it eliminates so much. So he 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 kind of dabbles in it, but acts like he's not. Anyway, um, you know he, that reminds me. I was thinking the other day, oddly enough. Uh, and and I realize a lot of like hipsters consider it a joke to take him seriously, but Jeff Foxworthy, mm-hmm. how he was hilarious about everything, rural America, middle America, whatever, and affectionate at the same time, and how brilliant that was, and how difficult that is to do and does that even exist now no you, where you can gently rib your own people and everybody can enjoy it well i don't know but i think shane gillis is trying to avoid being put in the jeff foxworthy you know red state comic camp anywho he went to interesting dude if you saw him on saturday night live he went to west point for a year then left for some reason but ain't easy to get into west point then he was mm-hmm. uh, an offensive lineman for a football team at a division one school for a year and do you mean he was a lineman and he said a lot of insensitive things and pissed people off? Or was he uh, was on the side? Of the- offensive tackle trying to stop people from knocking oh, over I the see. quarterback. When they had the ball, he was a lineman. I yes, say. Okay, yes. Sorry. Anywho, 
Um, he makes a lot. Hey, of- can you hand me the ball, Jeff? Fuck you, you piece of shit. <laughs> See, that would be that would be an offensive line. No, this is before he was a stand-up comic, <laughs> and he uh, he makes fun of Biden a lot, and he talks up Trump in a weird sort of way. And he uh, his son one thing where he was talking about. He said. Uh, I'm not a Republican yet, but like I'm super into World War II. Like if you're in your 20s and 30s and you're into World War II, you're on your way. It's a starter thing on your way to being a Republican. <laughs> and um, but so here he is talking up Trump and he's talking about how much he misses Trump's speeches and one particular speech that he misses. And uh, he does just such a great Trump impersonation. But this is how it is. For real, though, it was my favorite speech I've ever seen a president give. It was the night, it was the, night the United States killed the leader of ISIS, Trump comes out of the situation room at like midnight in the White House and he walks down that fucking tunnel like he's and gives a press conference like he's giving a post-game NBA <laughs> just killed a guy press conference. He walks up in front of the entire world at midnight and just goes, Abu Bakar al-Baghdadi is dead. He died like a dog. And it's like, <laughs> That's all him, dude. <laughs> I didn't change one word of that. That's what he opened with. And then he did 40 minutes. The speech is 40 minutes for no reason. It wasn't a prepared speech. He freestyled 40 straight. Not even a speech, just mean shit talk for 40. The meanest shit talk you've ever heard in front of the whole world. Abu. We could hear him crying. I said, Abu, don't cry. Let me tell you something. Abu cried. He cried quite a bit. I wouldn't have cried. Cry baby back daddy, that's what we were all calling. <laughs> Look. Uh, wow. That's wow. good. I like what he says. I didn't change a word of that. That's what he opened with. <laughs> he died like a dog. <laughs> right. Right. Well, that reminds me of the speech we played the other day. I can't even remember if he was giving Nikki Haley a hard time or Joe Biden. I guess it was Joe Biden. But he he was riffing, and it was so reminiscent of one of the great comedians of, of the olden days in a crowded nightclub where he's just killing. And so he departs from his act and is just riffing, and people are loving it. And it's, as I said at the time, it sounded like Don Rickles at the Copacabana or something. Thing. And that was Trump just riffing. And, and I swear, if he'd gotten tired of real estate as a young man and had decided to become an entertainer, which is kind of what he is, mm-hmm. uh, I think he could have been one of the legends. Cry baby back daddy. That's what we were calling him. <laughs> That's what everybody's calling him. And then Shane Gillis says was actually kind of funny because this is true. Um, they were worried about Baghdadi having explosives or whatever. So they blew open the wall on the side of his house and sent in. 15 um, special forces dogs with lights on their head and goggles on and a robot. And he said, you imagine waking out of a dead sleep, your walls blown out, dogs coming in with lights on their head and a robot. You'd cry too. I'd cry. It's real Paw Patrol's out to get you. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, you would you would have to have a couple of seconds of thinking, I'm clearly still asleep. <laughs> right. This, this is, is the weirdest dream ever. <laughs> yeah. He died like a dog. That was his opening. That's fantastic. You know, the clip that Ugh. we played the other day was Trump imitating Biden and how he, he, oh, was, he was trying right. to walk I have it here. If you, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's good. Well, and he was doing like physical comedy. Yeah, right. like yeah. yeah you go ahead. Hear Why not? Yeah. You know, when I imitate Biden because he can't find his way off the stage, as you all know. <laughs> He makes a speech that lasts usually about a minute and a half because the octane starts to wear off at a quicker. 
You ever notice he starts off strong, within about two minutes he can't talk anymore. And then he walks off. You ever notice he always goes like this? Then he comes back up to the mic and he's looking, he's totally lost. There's stairs all over the place. He can go there, there, here. He could jump off the front of the damn plot. But he always, he always goes like this. And you know what he reminds me of is, is Jackie Mason when he was having like a really good show without the obvious New York Jewish accent, but it was just very Jackie Mason-esque, which would make sense because I'm sure Trump grew up, you oh, yeah. know, digging those guys, uh, Jackie and other guys. Probably like had him. him in his living room. Oh, yeah. It's come to think of it. Yeah. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. The crowd reaction to Trump there is one of the keys. I mean, the crowd was digging it. Abu Baghdadi died like a dog. <laughs> Didn't change wow. a word of that. That was exactly what he said. <laughs> yeah, that's an amazing Trump. Well, I guess that's it. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball. From Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.